0: you know muscle ups are nice and pull ups are nice and things like that and it and that's great and we want to see people do that but at the end of the day we want to create that caring friendly safe environment that people can 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 thrive in and they become better moms they become better dads they become better friends
1: This is the Shred Podcast. I am Scott Schweitzer, your host. We want to bring you the latest news and events happening at Shred CrossFit and discuss the topics you, the community, may be interested in. The Shred Podcast is available on all major platforms. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five star rating. Now, off to this week's episode of the Shred Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Shred Podcast. This is your host, Scott Switzer, and I am here with the leadership of Shred. Uh, We have with us, as always, our head coach and owner, Marcus Criaturo. How are you doing, Marcus? Hey, good afternoon, Scott. I'm doing well. Thanks. And we have his lovely wife and the real owner of Shred, Janessa Criaturo.
2: Yes,
0: that's right. I'm 99% owner. 100%. Yes, 100%. The 99% owner is 100% accurate.
1: (laughs) And also with us is our general manager, Aaron Heath. How's it going, Aaron? It's going well. (laughs) (laughs) 0.01%. So we are here to talk about a lot of things. Uh, So first of all, we are in the middle of fitness season. Everybody's jumping into the gyms right now. Everybody's on their nutrition plan. We have those New Year's goals going strong still into the new year. And so we kind of wanted to look at that as well from a gym perspective So here we are. We are in the middle of a big nutrition challenge. Uh, We do have new, new clients coming on at the gym as well because it's that time of the season. So I just wanted you, the leadership, to kind of reflect on that right now.
0: Yeah, it is. We, we, we do see an influx of athletes uh, this time of year, Scott, with uh, with New Year's resolutions. And I, I think that's really applicable to a lot of uh, f- not only gyms and fitness centers and Crossfits and yoga studios, whatever the case may be. Uh, people wanting to turn over a new leaf in their health and wellness, which is great for them, uh, but also just uh, also in the health and wellness industry altogether, you know, people eating healthier, buying healthier foods, maybe getting on some protein shakes or whatever the case may be as far as health. And you you do see that, that flux um, this time of year with the, with the resolutions. And I, I really enjoy that. I mean, we can definitely see an, an, an increase in classes attended. Uh, you know, people get busy over the holidays and um, they're traveling. And so they just make it more of a more of a consistent um, goal for themselves to show up to the gym. And, and we've seen an influx in the number of athletes we have in our classes across the board, the morning, afternoon, and evening. And, and uh, I, I tend to love that. I, I think it's great. It brings a lot of energy. You see people that, that haven't seen each other in a while they're laughing, they're telling jokes, they're hanging out, they're making plans outside the gym to do things, and I just think it's a great time of year, and I, I embrace it. I think uh, I think they, all the energy in the gym
1: and everything, I think it just adds value to people's lives. I think it's great. It also has to come with its challenges as well, though, right? I mean, there's a, lo- there's a huge influx, you know, the class sizes are getting bigger, and it, it's a challenge for you, the leadership, to kind of figure all that out, um, and I, I applaud you for what you're doing, you know, trying to Um, you know, when we have to um, stagger a start in a, in a class, it's because we have more people in there and it's just good to be courteous and do things like that. And it brings, it makes you coach harder uh, and have to do that. And so I just, I appreciate that as, as a, as a person who works out there, um, all the effort that you guys put into that.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of behind-the-scenes things that take place. A lot of our athletes may not—it may not register with them—the logistics of the workout. uh, We we don't know how many people are going to attend a workout. It could be five. It could be fifteen. You know, we we don't know. And so a lot of the logistics have to be played uh, into, uh, taken into account. Um, I know I'm on the phone with Coach Aaron a lot, Coach Amy, Coach Mike, all of our coaches, saying, "Hey, if this is a situation, let's talk about this. How can we? How can we uh, make every athlete uh, go with the flow per se for the Work out. How can we do this the appropriate way? And, uh, and, and I, think our, I think our coaches and leadership has done a great job doing that. There's no doubt about it.
1: And so we're currently in the middle of our 2020 Nutrition Challenge. Um, I've seen a lot of people do burpees this week. Uh, so that's really cool that they're jumping into that activity challenge. Um, I saw a lot of pictures of refrigerators uh, on social media over the last week. So it's been awesome seeing everybody participate in um, all those little weekly challenges um, and I, and they're new and different so it's bringing something kind of refreshing to it uh, so what are your impressions of our nutrition challenge so far
2: yeah it's been it's been really exciting like Marcus said you know the beginning of the year everyone has just, a much more positive attitude when they're coming into the gym, whether it be positive about their workout, positive about their nutrition. They're excited, it's a fresh start, kind of a reset. And so, um, you know, in the past, we've done nutrition challenges where it was more of a competition and you were competing against other people. Um, in the gym for points per se, um, and this year we really wanted people to be self-motivated. So kind of the point of our Facebook group that we've created and that Eileen has been posting is is just to hold each other accountable and encourage each other and um, ideas and suggestions. I know a lot of people are asking for recipes for like a large family. You know, I have four boys. How do you people feed them that, you know, experience that? And so it's been really cool just to see the camaraderie and people going back and forth. Um, yeah, and the burpees that wasn't the best. People weren't super excited about that. <laughs> that Although super effective, <laughs> <laughs> super effective, super challenging. But when you break it down, you know, it's, it's, it's doable and you see people off to the side doing them after workouts and stuff. And that really does create a great atmosphere for everyone. So.
1: Yeah, I actually had to do a podcast with coach Amy the other night and she's like, hold on, I got to get my 50 burpees in. So I do 50 a day. <laughs> um, and so I had to wait on her to finish those 50 burpees before we could get
0: started. Yeah, this nutrition challenge has started off really well. I mean, we're just finishing off week one, and uh, Eileen Henderson has done a fantastic job kind of planning this out. Um, so shout out to Eileen. And, uh, and we have the uh, nutritional challenge every week. Like, a, like we said, it's a fresh start every week, a different challenge nutritionally. And then we're throwing in the athletic uh, challenge, if you would, the, the fitness challenge. And just so happened uh, we just the week one was accumulate burpees, 350 of them, which averages out to be 50 burpees a day. And so we just wanted to see who had the, uh, who had the mindset and the, and the self-discipline to do that, um, excluding workouts. It had to be outside of workouts, so burpees in a workout did not count.
1: And so we also brought a new element into SHRED for the first time in a way to measure that's not just the scale. And I think that's important to let everybody know that, that nutrition isn't just about pounds on the scale, it's about your fitness level. It's about um, feeling good. And so we brought in a tool to kind of do some measurements outside that just losing pounds. Uh, so do you want to talk about that a little bit?
0: Yeah, of course, Guy. The, uh We brought in a machine. We rented a machine that's called the InBody. And it basically uh, gives you a lot of quantitative me- uh, measurements uh, according to your current body composition, so it gives a body composition analysis. Obviously, you put in your height and weight. It gives your muscle fat analysis. It measures obesity analysis, um, your your total body water, e- extracellular and intracellular body water, and um, it, it just there's a lot of good. Uh, data that this spits out for our athletes. It's the first time that we've ever really done something this comprehensive at, at Shred CrossFit, which we're super proud of, and everybody was excited. I mean, we had numerous athletes sign up for this and take advantage of this and we're going to bring the machine back in eight weeks when our challenge ends and we're going to see the, the trend or, or people moving in the right direction and, and I think this uh, this brings up a good point whether people uh, you know our hashtag that we talk a lot about at Shred and that we uh, hashtag on our social media is you either win or you learn you know there's there's no losing in this you're you're going to figure out what's working for you uh, you're going to see great results and, and if you don't quite see the results that you do talk to I lean. Talk to one of the coaches. Let's get, you, let's get you tracking in the right direction. So you either win you learn. There's no losing here. Uh, I, you know, I think we live in a very metric society. Uh, and so it's. I think these numbers are very important. And I think people are enjoying them. We're getting great feedback on it as well.
1: So what's really cool about it is we were able to offer this to our members for just $15. If you go out and try to get something similar to this, I mean, you're up in the $50, $60 range for this. And it was a really cool thing for us to be able to give our community uh, to get these metrics at a price that was affordable. So any last thoughts on InBody?
2: Yeah, I was just going to mention that I really loved it because it really can meet anybody's goals. So, you know, we have some athletes that are looking to build muscle mass. We have some athletes that are looking to lose fat. And so the scale in itself won't really give you that information, um, but this does. And so I just think it's really beneficial um, to meet the needs of all of our athletes.
0: Yeah, we had, a, we had an athlete. Um, this athlete was under the perceived notion that they were overweight and the, they took the in-body test and they they have a they have a guideline that the system uses to give you a recommendation on your body fat mass and your lean body mass. W- and it kind of gives a recommendation of how much weight you should lose um, to k- be in that healthy category or on the on the flip side gain weight. And this athlete was thinking they were overweight and the, the, the system actually recommended that they gain four pounds <laughs> So, I mean, this, so I, I love to, sp- to speak to what you just said, Janessa. I mean, everybody has different goals. We all come in different shapes and sizes. So, I, I love that aspect of it, too. I'm, I'm super, super excited to get this back in eight weeks and redo it.
1: My only recommendation is, if you saw the Facebook post, don't use the machine um, as it was instructed by Scott. Um, he he did, wasn't clear on the instructions on how to use the machine. So, please disregard that instruction manual.
2: hilarious, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what we want to talk about now is, you know, it's everybody else is doing their New Year's resolutions, so let's take a look back at what the last year looked like for Shred, uh, because it was a tiny bit crazy over the last year. So reflecting back on last year, and we haven't heard from our general manager yet, and he was a big part of what happened over the last year. So Aaron, what are your thoughts about the last year
3: yeah so you know this was uh, our fourth move our fourth uh, shred facility we're in 4.0 now uh and I think that was you know our big reflection was just kind of looking back to coming from a, a tiny little man that was was 1200 coach I think it was 1200 square feet that we were in shared facility uh and you know an average class size then was probably four to six people it was a it was a heavy class
1: I remember sitting in the parking lot (laughs) praying someone else would show up. Yeah, that was four to
3: six was a big class and you felt good because, you know, Marcus wasn't going to be standing in front of you one on one for for 60 straight minutes. (laughs) A
1: lot of times, Tanya, your wife saved me. By pulling in, so I didn't have yeah. to go one on one with Marcus.
3: So uh, it's it's come a long way, right? Uh, you know, now to having you know probably an average class size somewhere around fifteen to eighteen, and, and again that's over the course of a day and over seven days. But you know, we've got some heavy class times, and and uh, we've got a, a, such a wide variety of class times now. There was you know one in the morning and two in the afternoon was it, and we didn't do anything on the weekend. So just to, you know, kind of reflect back on the growth and just what a fantastic community that we have at Shred. Like, this is, the, you know, the community is such a big piece of um, who we are and the success of the gym, and it just speaks so well of the people that, uh, that care for each other and really encourage each other and are what we call the Shredders.
1: And, and one thing, I, since we went back that far, one thing that, I, you know, our, our current athletes may not even know about, our first facility was all turf. Uh, There was no rubber. So if you needed a a firm surface, you drug it from outside uh, so that you could do jump rope on it or a deadlift uh, or something like that. So we had plywood and rubber mats that we would drag in from the back, through the back door. Um, And so, and we had a pull-up bar that was not a rig.
3: It wasn't a pull-up bar, it was a jungle gym bar. It was a (laughs) monkey bar.
1: (laughs) Uh, It was really thick. (laughs) Uh, and it may have created some bad habits for us original OGs because we couldn't wrap our thumb around it because <laughs> it was so thick. Yeah. Um, and, and, not so and, and not to mention, it was probably about nine and a half feet off the ground.
2: It the was the whole
0: thing because we didn't have we didn't have pull-up bars at right. varying heights from right. the ground for shorter and taller athletes. It was literally the same size all the way across the. The monkey bar, if you with, would. With a wall yeah. two
3: feet in front yes. of it.
0: And so everybody said, yeah. So. And, <laughs> and
1: our coach thought, you're athletes. You should be able to jump to that. <laughs> I believe he kept preaching that, yeah, we can dunk a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we've come a long way from yeah. having a gym where we're drag- dragging floor pieces in yeah. uh, to be able to work out on to, I would say, one of the most state-of-the-art Facilities I've yeah. seen in in yeah. all my drop-ins across the country. The same.
3: I've probably I mean I've probably visited 50 gyms over the last 10 years, and um, you know some of them have a lot of equipment, but not a lot of facility. Some of them have a really decent-sized facility, but barely any equipment. You know, so to to find a gym of you know we're 8,000 square feet. To find a gym that has 8,000 square feet that offers the amount of equipment and around a space and the programming and just the facility itself is just a, it's a blessing. And, uh, you know, it's still a challenge, right? Uh, We continue to grow and we have some heavy class times and, uh, you know, equipment's always a question, uh, you know, hey, can we get more of this? Can we get more of that? But, you know, again, we try to balance that with, if you have one class that needs it, you know, every 30 days, a specific piece of equipment, it's really tough to justify getting 40 pieces of that equipment that are gonna sit there for 28 days. Uh, and not be used so i mean it's an ongoing challenge from a business perspective
1: and just to give you an idea last week i was at crossfit mayhem and we have the just as much rig space if not more than the mecca of crossfit gyms um so we have a lot of equipment for people to use yeah
3: i I mean again i've been to i was there's a gym out in las vegas and uh you know it was uh, deemed the uh biggest drop-in CrossFit facility in the world because it was in Las Vegas, and they had 150 feet of rig, uh, and it was absolutely insane to see how much rig uh, was in there, and they're out of business. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't sustain a footprint like that if you're not pumping through 50 people in 10 classes a day, seven days a week. So, uh, again, that's just kind of the challenge of the business side of it.
1: So, we are now, so now we're here to the new year, and we're kind of looking forward and where we want to go with a gym. So, what are our goals? What are our um, what are our resolutions for the new year? Yeah,
0: that's a great question, Scott. As we look <coughs> into um, 2020 here, uh, I know my wife kind of looked at me. I don't know if she wanted to start start that off. Go go ahead and 99.
3: the owner
2: yeah Yeah, i was just going to mention that you know we've also done a lot on the software side of our gym you know so we incorporated a new uh, management platform called push press that's been really ideal for us because it allows athletes to check in it allows us to monitor class sizes memberships um, it also allows athletes to purchase products you know straight from the front desk versus um, having to you know wait for the cash box to be opened or what may and they can just charge their account um, we've also increased our imperil. We've gotten some new items like that in. Um, we're selling O2 now, which has been really awesome, especially the new CBD um, O2 that came out. People are loving that. So um, we've definitely increased that aspect of our gym as well.
1: And we have a new guest to the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Sweet Emerson is going to be jumping in too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's – uh, you know, I, I to, to to piggyback what Coach Aaron said – I think all three of us as the leaders of shred are, are feel very blessed for the equipment and the facility that we have. And I, I would like our athletes to know is we're, we're learning every day. We're, le- we're continuing to learn and put our put our thumbprint on things as, as new athletes come in and um, and we don't have all the answers you know and and, and uh, we, we just we're doing our best I think we're doing a fantastic job as a leadership and and uh, in 2020 as we look as we look ahead we just want to uh, provide a great service for people uh, we want them to pr- we want to provide a facility that they can feel safe in that they can have fun in and and just really improve their overall quality of life and we're using the vehicle of health and wellness and CrossFit to do that. And um, and we, we just pride ourselves in our in our coaches, the way they the way they interact with our athletes, the way they coach them up and they see progress and there to answer questions. You know I've always told people we have an open door policy with our coaches. If anybody has any questions about anything um please come and talk to us. See, see out, see, uh, seek out Janessa, seek out Aaron, seek out myself first and foremost. And let's sit down and chat, you know, let's have a discussion. Um, and I think our athletes have done a great job with, with that um, over, over, the, over the years. And um, we're, just, we're just really looking forward to 2020. This is our first winter in this new space. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, it'll be our first spring in this new space. It'll be our first summer, basically, in this new space, our first full summer. So we're, we're learning as we going. And, and, and all the athletes, with their continued support and, and grace, have just been 100%. And we're just so, so, so grateful for them.
3: Yeah. And I, I, mean, I think from an exciting standpoint, you know, from the future, you asked about the future and we, you know, we've, we've always talked about big dreams, right? We, we, you know, we do a lot already with like, uh, I think we're, you know, one of the things that makes us shred, right. Is all of the fun events that we do. Uh, I've been to gyms where they do, uh, kind of those standalone events or the, uh, the holiday stuff. Uh, but a lot of times there's a charge for that. And, and, you know, they, they do a lot of that where they're the members are paying to do an additional workout or do something fun. And, you know, we have a Thanksgiving workout, uh, the 12 days of Christmas. We do a a Memorial day, a labor day of 4th of July. We do a lot of really fun and exciting things. We try to make it a, a fun and inviting atmosphere for the athletes. So I think, you know, in that, in that, uh, tradition and you know looking forward we've always talked about wanting to do more so you know we we hope somewhere on the horizon there's an opportunity to do some type of a competition uh, it, may, it may be something that's more local and you know really kind of focused on our community we've talked about doing something and it opened it up and and doing something a little bigger I think that you know now that we finally have a facility that would really support having some form of a competition or event like that that would be open to you know to the general crossFit uh, community um, that we you know that's something that we're going to talk about and you know really kind of think about as the as the year moves forward
1: yeah and you say this is our first winter um you know we have the ramps to that come up into the thing and one thing we learned is you need to be careful uh this morning as we were as we record this uh it was icy this morning um and those are pretty high grade ramps and so just be careful uh going up those Uh, i discovered that myself this morning um and so any other thoughts about uh, where you see us in this year, or you know, I I see I just see uh,
0: lifestyles continuing to change uh, within our four walls of shred. I see friendships continuing to develop. I see people getting their first pull-ups. I see people getting. Um, their first muscle-ups, you know, on the on the physical side of things. But what, what it comes down to at the end of the day, Scott, and I think I can speak on behalf of all the leadership here at this table, is that we want to improve the quality of people's lives, um, not only physically but also mentally, emotionally. And uh, and we want to be raw. We want to be real with our community and, and let them know and say, hey, if, if you ever need some help, if you ever have any questions, seek out the coaches, seek out one of your friends. And um, that that's the environment that – that that's what it boils down to. That's what we want to create. Um, you know, muscle ups are nice and pull ups are nice and things like that. And it, and that's great. And we want to see people do that. But at the end of the day, we want to create that caring, friendly, safe environment that people can, can, can thrive in and they become better moms. They become better dads. They become better friends. Um, and we see, we hear story after story on that. And we're, we're very proud of that. And I, I want, I want moving, go, move going into 2020, I want our athletes to be Proud of where they work out. I want I want them to proudly wear a Shred CrossFit T-shirt. I want them to proudly wear uh, the, the Shred CrossFit bumper sticker on their car. I mean, these things. Uh, I I just, they're life changing and um, not only for athletes, but also for, for the coaches and leadership as well. Um, I I want them to be, to be proud of it. That's, that's kind of my, my, my prayer, my wish, my dream is I want people to be proud of our facility, be proud of where, where they work out, proud of their results, proud of their friends, um, etc. So, yeah.
1: And so I'm going to wrap this up with, you know, we we talked at the beginning of this podcast about the influx of athletes that come into a facility. and, And over the last six months, we have seen a huge influx of athletes that came into our community. And what the best part of that was is that the community atmosphere and the good feeling of that community didn't change during that time. And so that to me is just a testament to the leadership that you guys have provided uh, for that community. Um, and I'm really excited to see where we go with this. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next time on the shred podcast. Thank you for joining us on the shred podcast. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week on the shred podcast.